Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is Dukes and Bell. We are live at Twin Peaks Buckhead location. There is a lot going on today. We just got off the phone with Steve Kuhn and Hawk CEO, and we're going to talk about some of the things he told us. The, the number one thing that you need to know as a Hawks fan, is whomever they hire in the next 24 to 48 hours, maybe the next 72, that individual, and right now it looks like it will be Quinn Snyder, Steve Coonan would not confirm that. Because we can ask. He did not confirm that. And by the way, you can actually ask Steve, as I did, because, you know, the guy's out there. He's not attached to any NBA team. It's not like the Utah Jazz have the rights to uh, Quinn Snyder. Like, we'd have to give him some kind of compensation so you can talk about it. Quinn Snyder uh, took a year off. That was the plan after seeing which way that team was going to go. Mitchell, everything's getting things blown up. But Snyder's a guy they seem to have earmarked. Uh, Woj had it early. Other folks have reported on it. And uh, Steve says whoever the coach is going to be, he will coach this year. Sounds like to me. Yeah. All right. We're going to talk a lot about it. Guy said the wording was a little weird, one of our listeners. That is what the, the CEO said, which means whoever that individual is comes in immediately. By the way, we're live. It's Friday. It's Dukes and Bell. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, man. It is good to have you guys listening on a Friday. So many of our, our, our listeners and uh, folks have come in here and hanging out with us at Twin Peaks. we got our ice-cold Hey Man Ale on tap. Mike, I want to start with what Steve Coonan didn't say and then what he said. And it's interesting because so many people have said over the last, you know, 24 hours, oh, you guys, you guys are going in on Trey. And we were going in on Trey because we have felt, and this hasn't changed for me, that there comes a responsibility with being the face of the franchise. And when these moments happen where you have a coaching change or general manager change, that that individual speaks. Now, Steve Coonan said he had a personal situation Wednesday. He didn't say he had a personal situation Tuesday. Now, Tuesday was the day that we heard from John Collins, and we heard from DeJounte Murray, and we heard from Clint Capella. No, it was Wednesday. It was Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. So he, and then I'm saying last night, he had a, a personal reason. The day before, he did not. And that is something Steve Coonan did not say to us. He did not say there was something going on both days. Here's the deal. Let me say this about personal reasons, and, and some of you may get in your bag about this, but I've been doing this a long time. I've seen teams, and I'm not accusing the Hawks of this because I have no proof. 
but I have seen teams say to players who have either been in trouble or maybe not ready for the situation to say, I'll just take a couple of days and uh, maybe dress the media here in a few days. I've seen it. I'm not telling you that's what happened with the Hawks, and if he had a personal reason, so be it. But, guys, understand this. Nobody ever questions personal reasons. You can't. Ref- as you a, can't. As a media member, we can't refute it, and if that was the case, all you can say is, okay, understand that. Still underwhelmed by what I heard when he did finally speak to the media at the shoot-around today because nothing of substance said by Trey today, but I was of the, of the impression we were going to hear. We heard that Thursday was a family matter. Wednesday, we're now this is the first time we're He didn't say that Wednesday. We're probably hearing about this Wednesday. First, first time we've heard of and this. And so Wednesday, he got excused. Correct. He was supposed to speak. Either way, okay, it doesn't change my opinion. If you're going to tell me this is a weird dink that all of a sudden the same week that all this happened and now he's got personal issues and he wasn't able to speak to the media and address this situation to Hawks Nation, you believe that. I'm where I'm at. Now, we did hear from him today, but at the end of the day, to Mike's point, did he say a whole lot? Now, we're going to play some of those sound bites for you coming up. But this is what Steve Coonan, Hawk CEO, just told us moments ago about the new coach who will coach this season. This season. Wow. This season. Wow. Okay. Okay. I, I, mean, I'm ex- I think fan base will be really excited by that. It's, it's a bit unprecedented. This it late is. in the game. I mean, this it late is. in the season. It I, I, still I, is. I, I mean, I knew. No, I got your tongue. Completely new staff, Steve. If, uh, whoever, whoever no, 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 no. New head coach. So again, it is kind of unprecedented with 22 games left in an NBA. If somebody can give me a new coach coming in, a new head coach, not an interim. Yeah, with, it'll be 21 after tonight uh, against the Cavs. With 21 games left, I'd be curious to, to know about that. I'm not aware. Well, as I said That's earlier, I said well, as I said earlier in the week, this is why everybody, everybody, it should be held accountable. Who's the only team that fired their general manager halfway through the season? We did. Who's the only team that fired their, their head coach with 23 games left in the season? We did. Th- th- we're the only ones that are dealing with this as the NBA season has played out. I'm not telling you it's unprecedented, but the fact is we're the only team dealing with it right now. This is why everybody should be held accountable to addressing what these issues are. All right. What about Trey missing practice? This is what Steve Coonan said to us. I just addressed it from our end. Mike. I'm standing by it, but this is what Coonan said in regards to your question about him not being there. He couldn't have been there Wednesday, Mike. I, I mean, look, you and I go way back, and I give you my word. There was family medical emergency. He deserves the privacy around that, as does his family. Um, and candidly, he, he made sure that he put something out on social media last night. Um, he, he is a caring, he is a terrific young guy. And this time, y'all are wrong. That was Steve Coonan. Now, listen, the social media thing, the immediacy of this, let me ask you guys a question. Could he have done that as soon as he heard that Nate was fired? We got we to Can I ask that? I got a Steve Nash jersey pictorial before I get these comments on Nate. I'm just asking if you I, guys a I, question. I the the immediacy of social media when he found yeah. out. So last night he put out a post, yeah. but when he found out, right. couldn't he have done that the t- at the moment he found out? Damn, Nate was just fired. I just heard. Hawks fans, listen, we're going to – nothing. I got, I got him in a Steve Nash jersey before that. So, Steve, you're wrong about that, if I'm honest. As you said earlier, if there is a legitimate concern with, a, with someone in the family, that you can't refute that because it puts no. you in a spot as a medium. You've got to take the team's word. Trey, I don't believe Trey was talking about that today 
in the, in the Q&A. No, he was not. I don't even know if he was asked about yeah. that uh, today with, with the, the personal issue. I'm not sure if he addressed yeah. it or not. And, and, again, I'm not asking him to. I've always said this. You guys know this. It's but, Susan but, Bell. Only, but, again, if she comes out and says that, there's nowhere to go. I can go, okay, we got to go, okay. Well, you said it. I mean, That's listen, it. because the realistic thing, and, and we brought up, somebody brought up Matt Ryan the other day, right? And they were like, oh, you guys went in on Matt Ryan. And, again, it was playoffs. He misses a practice. We wondered if he was gonna if it was going to affect him at the game. But Matt Ryan didn't miss any of his media uh, availability. He didn't miss one. And his wife was having complications with the twins. Now we know years later how that all played out. So whatever it is, if it gets revealed or the player wants to reveal it, Michael, the team wants to reveal it, so be it. But we can't sit here and tell you that Steve Coonan is telling us something wrong. But I just feel like it is very curious that that all played out at the same time. Dukes and Bell Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hawks play tonight. What about Trey having input on the coach? This is what CEO Steve Coonan said to us about that. Well, again, an assistant coach, offensive coordinator is different than a head coach. I, I can't think of an example, possibly LeBron, possibly, that has had influence and conversations on head coach. You know, we're in a very different world today where our stars in the NBA and all sports really don't need third parties. They don't need media. They go directly through social media and talk directly to their fans. And so what we're seeing here is an, uh, an understanding of or a misunderstanding a lot of times of today's modern athlete. And I'm not talking about Trey. I'm talking about in general. And it's something we should be, you know, talking about is that social media allows you to connect immediately to your fans and, and express your point of view to your fans. As far as the business of running a team, that has to be left to the, you know, to the executive. Andrew Field will make this hire. This is what he believes in. This is what he and his team want, and they are empowered to do so. Landry Fields will make the hire. Can I ask you guys another question? <laughs> Can I ask I, you another I, question? I, I still think Trey should be involved in this. is going to be like, he's the focal point on this offense. He's the guy getting $212 million. Common sense would dictate your star would be involved. Hell, Isaiah Thomas should get guys traded off his freaking team for the he Pistons. Did. He did. Tell him you can't give Trey some input into who the new head coach was going to be. Hey, Mike, you think Luca had any input when they hired Jason Kidd? Just asking you guys. We're not talking about LeBron. Right. It's LeBron is, LeBron's been the face for 20 years. Yes. That's a different level of input. Hell, the commissioner calls LeBron, yeah. okay? That's a different level. With all due respect to Steve Coonan, who does an amazing job with us, this is where I have to refute this and say, listen, that's not true. You've got young stars in this league who have already made moves to right. get coaches got. It happens. And then when they get got, you don't think that the Dallas Mavericks went, Mark Cuban, hey, Luca, we're thinking about Jason Kidd. You, do you think that didn't happen? Do you guys think that did happen? Come on, man. No, and that's one of those things where I don't know why anybody in the organization would have to feel uh, defensive about a question about s the superstar's involvement in the hiring of a coach. I mean, we're lo you and I are actually lobbying for it. He should. Rick Carlisle got fired because Luca didn't like him. 
Okay. Now, I don't know if you want to draw the same parallels here, but Trey and Nate, yes, they didn't laugh at the same jokes necessarily. Nate did make the effort earlier in the offseason to come get together with Trey, try to get on the same page. Trey said he had respect for Nate when he did sort of speak with the media today in the shoot-around. But the idea that you wouldn't have your superstar involved in that process, it makes no sense. It's counterintuitive. You're bringing in a guy who runs an offense that doesn't fit the superstar? I mean, you'd like to do something. I mean, to me, that's just that's common sense. All and, right. and the stars, and Steve doesn't want to admit this, the stars rule the league. The stars run the team, and we know this. You just, <laughs> you just gave some prime examples. Yeah. Hawks and Cavs tonight. We're going to talk about uh, no JC, by the way, concussion protocol. He's still out. Um, he spoke the other day, didn't he? He did. Okay. Um, Sounded pretty good for dude with a concussion. I'm just saying. We're coming it's back. It's the protocol. They have we're, to go through the test. We're going to let you hear from Trey Young. If you just join us, we're live at Twin Peaks, Buckhead. Mike, so you've given away how many shots now, by the way? Two? I've given away two, two shots. There's three more to go. Three more guys wearing a Trey Young jersey as we bridge the gap between those Julio Jones fans who have now jumped on the Trey Young bandwagon and feeling that any criticism is running this athlete out of town, I will buy you a shot. Story of the Day is brought to you by John Foyt Associates Personal Injury Law. Dukes and Bell live at Twin Peaks. We are at the Buckhead location. Um, today, it's been interesting, and a lot of our listeners are chiming in, whether it be social media, find Mike at Mike Bell ATL. I'm at put them up, see Dukes, or follow the radio show at Dukes and Bell 929. You can also... <laughs> you can also... Uh, Mike just showed me something. No, no, Trey. Trey was able to promote his podcast the other day while he's a lot of his play. Was that the same day? Yeah, it was yesterday. Was oh, yesterday. Well, yeah, okay. Um, you can also find us at Dukes and Bell 929 and the radio station at 929 The Game. Hawks in action tonight. Um, by the way, got to give a big shout-out, man. Giannis, where's Giannis at? This dude, Giannis, man, thank you. He drove Mike from Jackson, Georgia. This guy drove literally just about two hours on a Friday Mike, in the traffic. Our people respond. This guy's the best. We love this kid. Come on, man. man. That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. We got guys in Trey Young jerseys at the, taking shots at the bar. Giannis yeah. kicking it from Jackson. We got some of our, our regulars. A couple of those dudes are headed to Pink Pony, they told us, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's my oh, I, Was I not supposed to put your business out there? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, I'm sorry. My fault. Devin's an entrepreneur. I didn't say your name. Devin, by the way. Well, you just did. Hope's too late. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. But uh, I do remember the days of the Tavern at Phipps. So those were heady days, Carl, back in the old days, spinning yeah. bottles, shenanigans. You, you weren't supposed to say his name, though. Well, it's a stage name. Oh, anyway, okay. Uh, all right. All right. Bell live here in Twin Peaks and Bucket. All right. Um, we want you to hear some of Trey Young today. If you're just joining us, he did speak to the media today. So we heard from Steve Coonan. Um, now we hear from our star, and it's something we've been talking about today. I want to play a couple of these things for you because he was asked about being a coach killer. Now, Mike, can we set the record straight before I set you off again? We've never said. This show has never said that we thought Trey was a coach killer. What we did say is we thought there was a responsibility for him right. to speak after the coach was fired. And, again, okay? all I said was if Trey's going to get the guys fired, he should get them hired. So I guess <laughs> some guys translated that to me calling him a coach killer. Okay, that's the, but that's not but, what we said. But he's been through two coaches in five years. All right. Here's how he responded to being asked about, hey, you're changing coaches again. Are you a coach killer? Uh, people are going to say what they got to say. I mean, I mean, a lot of players play for a lot of coaches, so uh, I don't I don't look at it like that. I'm not looking at the next coach that comes in here. I'm, whatever. I'm just trying to I'm, I'm trying to win a championship. So uh, whether it uh, whatever it is, I'm just trying to win, and so that's all I care about. Okay, so he's trying to win chips. That's all he cares about. He says people are going to say what they have to say, um, and, and I also think, Mike, if you want to guide this conversation, being the star of the team. You could do that by saying more than what you've given us. You were not 
you were not satisfied with his an- some of his answers today, no, were you? And by the way, we were joking around coming out of the commercial break. It was uh, the day that he was unavailable. It was the day he was tweeting about starting his podcast. So it was that day? Yes, it was that day. Oh, it was the same day yeah, that he so could have I immediately just, put something out on social yeah, media. Huh. You know, anyway, here, 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 there. No, I mean, look, the thing I'm getting to, if and again, we've got to take Steve at face value because when someone says it's a personal thing involving family and medical, you, you can't refute that, and I'm not going to do that. I'm just saying, regardless of whatever the circumstances were that kept Trey away from a microphone after the coach got fired, and he is purported to be the leader of this team, at least we, we think he's the leader of this team, I expected a little bit more than kind of perfunctory comments I got today at the shoot-around. Because, again, shoot-around, guys are in the background. You've got kind of a scrum around you. It's not the formal setting that Wednesday was when we heard from DeJounte and John Collins and Capella, which, of course, Trey couldn't be there for. But this is – got to be honest, he didn't really – Give me anything. Okay. And he had three days to think about his answers, knowing these questions were coming. But that's his prerogative. All right. I want to give you an example of what Mike's talking about. Um, a couple of days ago, I told you guys when we started the show that there was a post out there with him and a Steve Nash jersey. And we joked about it on the show because it's what we do. And so I said, oh, I mean, what does d- this mean? The day after your coach gets fired, there's a picture of you and a Steve Nash jersey, which, again, is going to get people talking and speculating. It's, it's kind of a big story. Yeah. I said, so what does this mean? So Trey was asked about that today. Is there anything to you being in a Steve Nash jersey that earlier this week? Here's his response. Yeah, man, I'm going to let y'all keep, keep wondering. Okay. That's uh, kind of like the answer we got about the All-Star game. And Would you be interested in uh, being involved in it? Would you say, I'll stay in my lane and you guys can. Again, I, I just don't know why you couldn't. You know, why, why he's got to play these games with the media? Why can't you just answer a question? Steve, look, I always respected Steve as a player. I, I love the guy. He's, he's a, a mentor. He's a mentor to me, and I was just showing some love on, on social media. Nothing wrong End with that. End of story. Nothing but wrong everything, with that. Trey's always got to equivocate. And look, guys, if you're cool with that, it's cool. It does. It's not a federal case. It's just he just never gives you a straight answer. He talks like a man-child. It gets on my nerves. Just me as a Hawks fan <laughs> who buys season tickets. Okay? Not as a media member, as a Hawks fan. He also said today uh, that he does not care about input. Now, Steve Coonan said this will be a Landry Fields hire, okay? And we're going to take the CEO's word for it, to Mike's point. He's there. He's in the organization. He says there are other people in the room, but this is going to be ultimately a decision that is made by Landry Fields. Trey was asked about whether or not he should have input on the new coach. I mean, for me, I just, I don't care. I, I don't have any input. I don't care to give any input. I trust those guys up top, and I... I mean, since I've been here, I've always said that. So uh, nothing's changed for me. I'm just going to continue to do what I'm doing, playing basketball, and, and just trying to trying to help my team win. Okay. I mean, look again. That's, now, some guys maybe maybe he doesn't feel comfortable saying, "I'd love to have it." If they ask my if they ask my opinion, I'd give it. But hey, that's fine. If he doesn't want to answer that, but he just didn't really give me much of anything. Just kind of equivocated again. Well, Magic cared. Yeah. Michael cared. Yeah. I mean, magic move. I'm just, co- I'm just magic, telling magic you guys. Move coaches out of rocks. I'm just, I'm just telling you guys. I mean, if we want to go down the, the list of, there are guys in this league who have cared, who coached them. You know why, Mike? Because ultimately, it was their legacy tied to that coach and who was going to come in and coach them. Right. It was ultimately tied to them playing for chips. You don't care. I care. I, I care. But this is the trade, passive aggressive stuff. I'm just, like I said, it just, it just, it's the way he. The way he handles these kind of questions is to give you next to nothing. That, and, again, that's what equivocate means, basically, give you next to nothing. <laughs> that would, that would, stop using those big words, would you? Look, uh, real quick. 
Mrs. Barton is listening up in Long Island. She, she found the Odyssey app, and she's one of the English teachers I had. So I, if I'm dropping $10 words, it's because Miss Barton has been listening this week. Uh, and obviously she yes. was a really good teacher for you. Yes, she was. It's Dukes and Bell. Um, one other thing. This is him talking about Nate. People have asked the question about what their relationship was. Okay, Trey Young spoke to the media today. Cavs tonight. Our coverage begins at 7 o'clock. Tips at 7.30, by the way, down at State Farm now, Arena. Multiple media outlets purported there was in the last two years friction. Okay. So how did he feel about Nate and whether or not the message got stale with Nate? Uh, that's not up to me. I mean, I, I don't know. I think, I think that's part of it. I think sometimes you um, – I mean, it's, it's not always going to be easy, so some conversations aren't going to go great, but I th that's just part of it. Not every situation is easy and nice, so um, I don't know. I don't know. It's, I, don't, I didn't think nothing of it like that. Uh, I, didn't, I don't take things like that personal. I don't, I don't know, I mean, what you were trying to get with that or what people, people uh, are saying about that type of stuff. But. We're, not, we're not asking. But why, why, who, taking personal, we're asking you if the message gets stale. Messages get stale across the board in all sports. Guys tune out coaches in college and pro. Yep. I mean, it's a pretty simple question. So, I, again, it's, it reminds me of the Zach Klein question when they had that spat back in December. You going to come at me like that, bro? I, know, I mean, it's not a personal thing. It's just we're asking, did you feel the message got a little stale? I mean, when you lose like you do to Charlotte in the Knicks, get humiliated by the turn, as we're making the turn for the All-Star break, it looks like the message was falling on deaf ears to most Hawks fans. Yeah. All right. That's some of the stuff from Trey today. Um, we'll play more in the 6 o'clock hour because he did also answer the question about whether or not uh, <laughs> whether or not he is, uh, you know, with Nate McMillan, where he found out and when he found out about it. We'll let you hear that coming up. Hey, man, Grant McCauley's going to join us next. Braves spring training games start tomorrow. Right, and one of the pitchers who's trying to make the rotation may have a new secret weapon. We'll talk to Grant coming up next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You people are driving me crazy today. (laughs) And what do I mean by you people? I'm talking about our listeners. Listen, we love you guys. We can agree to disagree. We can have disagreements. We're family. We can say harsh things to each other and at the end of the day say hey man i still love you and right at the end of the day i think that's probably what we're going to say on this accountability issue when but it comes again, to our stars i've given up if you don't I, I was talking about leadership somebody sent me a meme of uh DeJounte murray tapping somebody's head while he hits a three-point shot he goes is that leadership it's gamesmanship again you guys i give up if you don't understand again jackie chan do you understand the words coming <laughs> out of my mouth i mean chris, it's, chris tucker it's it's just something we're looking for and we want to see more of it. And I just wish at some point, even today, if Trey had sounded as serious as DeJounte and John did they about did. where this is at, yeah, they did. I would be excited a little more. But, again, he could go out tonight. He could go for 30, win a game. And he should. And let's put his strength in, guys. At the end of the day, all we want to do is this team to win. Win. We win. want more of 2021. Win. I mean, why do you think I bought the damn 10-pack? You know, the last two years, because this is an exciting team, which isn't as exciting as it was in 2021. Now, we've not given Nate a pass. We'll talk more about it coming up. Get this thing in gear. Let's start it tonight. Let's go. Yeah. But um, it's going to be weird for Prunty knowing that apparently Quinn Snyder is hanging in the wings. Well, I think they told him, right? Yeah. You, you have to tell him. Right. You're the coach for a game, maybe two, maybe the weekend. Right. And then, you know, we're going to bring in this guy. Joe Prunty is a – he's a – he is a longtime assistant and a professional in the league, Mike. I right. think he gets where this is going. But uh, Hawks and Cavs tonight, we're going to talk more about it. We're going to talk with Grant McCauley. He's going to join us here in just a few minutes. Is he here? Grant is here. Okay, great. And, Grant, tomorrow, first spring training game. I- yeah. I'm just curious. Yeah, man, we finally get to some games. You know, and, and some people think spring training's too long. I know guys are working on specific things. But what do you expect tomorrow against the Red Sox? Is uh, Snit even – you know, given a, an inclination of what he may do with the lineup and how guys are much, how much time guys are going to get in the first one. Yeah, and I think the big thing is, you know, the hitters don't need five or six weeks worth of games, but we found out that the pitchers do. And if anybody had kind of thought, well, maybe spring training is too long, then they tried to cram it into like three weeks last year. So I think they're happy to have that to bring the pitchers along. We've seen some live batting practices happening. We got Colby Allard starting the first game. And then Bryce Elder starting the second game. Then I think we'll start to see more of the rotation guys that we're accustomed to seeing. But it's getting guys as many at-bats as you can early on. They'll take all the ones they can get in the first couple of games. I'd expect maybe one or two plate appearances. And then you've got some guys leaving for the WBC. So that's also going to be something to factor in, getting them ready for that, which is going to be taking place before too long. So we'll see some familiar faces sprinkled in the lineup and probably more than a few this first weekend. And then, you know, split squads and different scenarios will kind of split them up just a bit. But everybody wants to work. Everybody's been there for a while. I think they're ready for these games and all done with just practicing day after day after day with no game action. I know we've spoken a lot over the years, Grant, about Ian Anderson's potential. 
And at the end of the day, the yep. guy's got 21 wins and uh, 13 losses. He's shown, remember, he was thrown into the uh, postseason in the COVID year of 2020. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? And there's uh, a lot being written about him adding a slider to the repertoire. And uh, Rick Kravitz getting with him on that. And how much can this get this guy to being the dude who really lives up to full potential? Yeah, and I think that slider is just it's a key piece for him. But there are also some mechanical adjustments that he needed to make so that his delivery was consistent, consistent from both stretch and from the windup, and just consistent release point for all three of his pitches because that's something that, you know, hitters, they don't need to see it too many times to figure out, okay, well, if he's here, that's what this pitch is. If he's over here, then I can expect this pitch. So not having a viable third pitch last year, I know he throws a curveball, but just not really having, I think, the conviction for it was really holding him back. So adding the slider that sweeps a different way than his changeup, that's the kind of dynamic pitch that could make a big difference I talked to Ian a couple of days ago. You'll hear the full interview on From the Diamond this weekend on Sunday after the Hawks game. And he said, look, I've been kicking around the slider idea for a couple of years, but last year I realized pretty quick that life goes on without you when you get demoted. So it kind of relit that fire, and it, it, it kind of taught him necessity is the mother of all invention. So if there was a time to throw a slider, I think that right. time is now. And I think Ian at his age and with his ability and the postseason numbers, Mike, this is a kid that is way too soon to give up on. No, and that's the thing because we've had, seemed to have this conversation about guys like Mike Fulton Avage and then later on Tuki Toussaint, yep. different you know, different performance yep. level. So I was going to ask you, when he went back, I think he was back in August, they sent him down because you, you worry about confidence like goaltenders in hockey, pitchers mm-hmm. in baseball, and messing with their heads. Sure. You know, and I've been thinking about it and talking about it a lot on From the Diamond over the course of this summer, really going from the middle to later portion of June and all the way through the month of July with the way that things were going for Ian is it better or worse for his confidence to get hit around at the big league level or to go reset at the AAA level? And obviously they hit that button after the trade deadline, and they gave him every opportunity because of, I feel like, what he means to the overall fabric and character of the team. He's a guy they depended on, and they were just hoping that he would start to figure things out, but he just didn't. And, you know, if you want a good example of guys who got opportunities and you may have wondered if they were ever going to get it, was Kyle Wright, and he kind of just went back to the essence of what made him such a standout pitcher at Vanderbilt, and it made him the only 20-game winner in the majors last year. So you can make these adjustments and turn that corner, and I think that Ian Anderson has both the pitch ability and I think the confidence and, and the knowledge that he can succeed at this level is just going out there and finding his consistency again. We're talking with Grant McCauley tomorrow. Red Sox, Braves, Grapefruit League play begins. Who are you watching? I mean, maybe it'll be different by the end of spring training, but who are you watching to start these games, and who do you want to pay more attention to right now, Grant? Well, I saw the – I don't want to say new and improved, but I saw the much bigger, stronger-looking Michael Harris in spring training. So I'm going to be keeping a good eye on him because he already showed a lot last year. And if he's kind of getting what Smith referred to as his grown man strength here at age 22 – he may be putting on a show that we're going to enjoy watching for the rest of this decade, which is a good deal because that's what they signed him for. So I'm going to have my eyes on him. His buddy Vaughn Grissom, the game action is really what I think Vaughn's been focused on. And in chatting with him down in spring training, it was, yeah, I have done the work. I am excited about that work, but I need to go out there and play in these games. That's where they're really going to start to get their evaluation going. And Brian Snicker echoed that. You know, we've got to see these guys in the game scenarios to really get a good idea of how far along he's come and how he's applying all those things he's learned from Ron Washington and able to show it in game. And then left field. I really want to see if we got Eddie Rosario back to pre-2022 levels and he can be a productive and 
and obviously important player if he's going to be that starting left fielder. So those are probably the three guys that I'm looking at early on. I want to see healthy Ronald Acuna Jr. again. We know Ozzy's kind of dealing with a little bit of a shoulder thing, but he's going to be able to be a DH early on, then jump back into the field. You know, seeing guys healthy, that's the number one thing I want to see all spring training long in the countdown to opening day. I was just going to ask you about Ozzy Albies as Grant McCauley, or GMAC, as the kids call him, just back from spring training down in Northport. So, yeah, what is the timeline for Ozzy? Is there any concern that Ozzy won't be ready to go for opening day? No, no concern whatsoever. Ozzy said that, you know, this was just a cleanup procedure that he needed on that shoulder. I watched him in fielding drills the other day, and our guy DJ Shockley actually called it out. He's like, you notice Ozzy's not doing a lot of throwing? And I said, good eye, because, you know, the former (laughs) athlete, especially somebody who made his living doing some throwing, is going to recognize what's going on with that. But he had great eyes by Shock, and then, you know, Ozzy just talking about the fact that, Look, it's not a major thing. He's, if he's DHing, and I saw him hit, having live batting practice and taking big swings against Spencer Strider, yeah, he's going to be all right. And I think just getting out there, getting those reps in, being healthy, that's a huge thing for him because he lost half a year last year to a couple of injuries. So he's ready to get back in there, start swinging, be out in the field and doing the things he does. Austin Riley, Austin Riley raking? Is he, is he hitting down I there? I think so. Yeah, definitely. And the big thing with Austin is that he's never done learning and trying to get better. And I had a chance to spend a lot of time with him this spring and just kind of chat with him about, you know, the the big picture stuff that, you know, everybody's going to be asking about. And then just kind of the things that he's done to really grow himself as a hitter and as a player since the first time I saw him way back in 2017. I think he's excited to have Chipper Jones back around because it's always great to be able to pick the brain of the former Hall of Famer. And he's also gone out and got that mental um, um, strength coach to work with him just about his overall just mental aspect and focus on this game. I think that's a huge thing to continue to do. And we got to keep in mind, this is a young guy just coming into his prime years. And I made a prediction earlier with the Steakhouse that I think Austin Riley leads the National League in home runs. I'll go ahead and call it for 2023. But if he doesn't do it this year, it's going to happen sooner than later, i got to believe. You know, Grant, we were talking so much last year. Carl and I seem to argue, not argue, but have a spirited debate about Kenley Jansen, who's kind of wobbling a little bit last year. Now he's a Red Sox. <laughs> yeah. He's 35. Raisel Iglesias, he's 33. But yeah. is he going to be able to mm-hmm. capture some of the things that made him one of the, the bigger name closers a couple years back? I think so. And you look at the different <laughs> dynamics in those bullpen, the different types of pitchers that they have. And Raisel is, you know, a big strikeout, you know, great slider, good fastball velocity. But as part of more of a dynamic where, you know, Kinley's got a Hall of Fame resume. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Rysel Iglesias isn't a great closer, but Kinley, I think, is a future Hall of Famer. But Rysel, in his own right, really helped stabilize that Braves bullpen last year. And they're going to feel confident if he's the guy closing, which I believe he will be, because you've got the A.J. Mentors and a number of other veteran pitchers that can come in and get some big outs for you. So it's, it's more of a group dynamic, it feels like, and, and Rysel is kind of new to this whole thing, but you know, he's not new to closing, and I think he's going to be able to do the job quite nicely. Grant, man, we're looking forward to it. Uh, listen, we're going to start talking to you a lot more as games get going and we get a feel for what's happening with some of our players and guys start getting ready for the season. This is the work they need to get ready as we get closer to the 2023 Braves season. Grant, enjoy the weekend, man. We'll talk to you soon. Absolutely, and everybody make sure you check out From the Diamond after the Hawks on Sunday night. Bingo. Sounds good, man. Thank you so much. Uh, it's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. I'm excited about the Brave season, man. I am. I mean, Mike, we're going to be good again. How good? I think we're going to be in the mix. You but know, we how much about of your heart, how much of your core can you keep chipping away? 
before eventually, Carl, it affects the outcome. Oh, yeah, that was a dramatic take. I just want to see how we do without dance. Yeah, it's fair, man. You know, look, he's my guy. I, 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 we were talking the other day, and I said, seeing you in a Cubs uniform is weird. Right. And he said, it's the business. It's true. Yeah, man. I just think, you know, there, there have been teams where eventually you do chip away from some of your core elements. And, look, we're all a big Vaughn Grissom fan, but we'll, we'll talk more about it in the upcoming weeks, guys. Before you know it, it'll be first pitch, and you and I will be over there at Murphs. All right, guys, coming up, Chris Mannix, national basketball writer. He covers the league and has for many, many years. We will ask him about the Hawks situation from a national perspective. We'll also get into the Eastern Conference and what the Hawks can maybe do. And who are the best teams now that the trades have been made? Stay right there. Chris Mannix joins us next. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.